0: Hello and welcome to a special International Podcast Day edition of the Pot Up Podcast, also the 23rd episode. I am Matthew Passy. Here at Pot Up, we are focused on talking to podcasters, potential podcasters, and the folks who create services to support the podcasting community. Since it is International Podcast Day, I thought it would be a great idea to bring one of the most iconic names in the industry to you. That is Dave Jackson, coach, consultant, and creator of the School of Podcasting. He also hosts the accompanying podcast, School of Podcasting. He has been podcasting for a decade, and his past and his other current shows include Power of podcasting, more podcast money, weekly web tools, logical laws, feeding my faith, grow your church show, and marketing musician. Now, since it is International Podcast Day, it's a great day to grab a friend and tell them to listen to a podcast if they aren't already. And if you're someone who's thinking about launching your own podcast, well, this is the one to listen to. You're going to want to hear from Dave Jackson. He talks a lot about this get your done attitude and just jumping in and starting your podcast production today. Now, we usually do a bit of news before the interview, but since it is International Podcast Day, that's news enough. So let's go right into the interview with the School of Podcasting's Dave Jackson and learn more about why, if you're on the fence about podcasting, it's time to start now. Enjoy. Well, here on International Podcast Day, it is only appropriate that we bring to you Dave Jackson. He is the founder and creator and host of the School of Podcasting. Uh, You can find more information on him at schoolofpodcasting.com. You're going to want to check out his podcasting, School of Podcasting, up on iTunes. He's also on Twitter at LearnToPodcast. And if you're someone who's thinking about getting into podcasting, you know don't know anything about it, or you've started one and you need some help, this is definitely the man to talk to. He's been doing this for about a decade now teaching and consulting folks on the ways of podcasting. And I had the great pleasure to meet Dave at MapCon. Yes, that's right, folks. Another guest from the Mid-Atlantic Podcast Conference. Just a few more of these coming, I promise. But all of them so far, I hope you've enjoyed all of them. They've been great. And, and Dave really was a standout guest here. And I, I think Dave's speech at MapCon, his keynote that he addressed is something really important to keep in mind, especially today on international podcasting day so dave thank you so much for coming on pot up podcast today oh thanks so much for having me this should be fun dave the the thing that you talked about it's at mapcon that i thought was just so you know energizing and, and even though i've been doing this for a long time i still find myself hearing you and thinking oh that's so inspirational it's just that idea that go do it you know you, you made a great analogy about you walked up to the side of the stage there and you, you told everyone Take the plunge. And so why is it that you really encourage everybody to just go out there, and if they're thinking about doing this, just just do it. You know, like Nike said, just do it. Why, why are you so big into that mentality for podcasting?
1: It actually becomes – I started a, uh, a podcaster's meetup. I'm in Cleveland, Ohio, and mm-hmm. so I started a Cleveland podcaster's meetup thinking I would talk to a bunch of people that had podcasts. And it's a small little group, and uh, I'm going to say a good 50% of them – are on the edge of that plank. They haven't released their first episode yet. They're just stuck because people aren't going to like my voice. People are going to say negative things. Um, what if nobody listens? And it's like learning how to swim. You, you can't learn how to swim until you get into the pool. You don't know if you're any good at basketball until you pick up the ball and throw it at the hoop. And so it's kind of interesting. And what what kind of uh, kills me is I'm at MapCon and I'm hearing everybody talk about, oh, because of my podcast, this happened because of this podcast and because of that. And I'm seeing all the benefits and all the results and the way that people are changing lives with their podcast. And I'm looking at this person who just can't quite press record. And I'm like, no, no, it's safe on the other side. Come on through. So (laughs) it's one of those things that I I really... uh, And it's funny because in the end, you know there are certain things that you have to do yourself. I can't push record for you. I guess I could, but I can't make the words come out of your mouth. And so, you know, I've just been trying to come up with all these different things that people can do. I I actually have uh, one guy at the Cleveland Podcasters Meetup. He's been planning his podcast for three years. And I'm like, dude, you got it. Come on now. And I finally told him, and I think I finally hit pay dirt with this. I said, I want you to do this when you get home because he's got most of the gear. I said, go home and press record and talking to the microphone. And I said, but understand this, you will never, ever, ever release this episode. I said, so the pressure's off. This is just you making sure the equipment works. But I said, but go through a whole podcast. And he was like, oh, because it was kind of like, he's always worried about, you know, what are people going to think and this and that. And so I think that was one where I finally went, okay, if he actually does that, you know, he might actually then say, okay, now do another one, do another one. Okay. And now keep doing that till you get one that you actually don't mind releasing. And that's the other thing people like, well, I might sound stupid. I go, this isn't live. Anything that's stupid, (laughs) you can cut out. So, yeah. So I I run into that a lot and it's, uh, you know, some people call it the imposter syndrome and it's just new. It's the unknown. And so we don't like, we don't like things to change. We don't like the unknown as human beings. So it's kind of fun because um, I think one of my favorite was uh, Marcy Rosenbaum. I never will forget her. I worked with her and, uh, she, she called me up and said, look, I'm just a housefrau in Miami. You know, I'm, I'm on the, I'm not on the backside of life, but I'm not on the front side by any means. And she goes, and I just don't know technology. And my favorite thing is she actually called me crying. She's like, I'm in iTunes. I just saw it. I got notified. I, I'm in iTunes. Ah. And she said, you know, you told me I could do it. I kept telling you I couldn't. And you kept saying, yes, you can. Let's just do another step. It's another step and another step and another step. We finally got her there. And, uh, now she loves it. And, uh, so to me, that's, that's almost as much, um, value as, you know, charging money for stuff is when somebody calls me up and says, wow, I didn't think I could do it. I kept telling you I couldn't. And you kept telling me you did. Thank God you, you didn't believe me, you know? So that to me is uh, a lot of why I do stuff just to, to help people get over that hump. It's, it's just, um, it's kind of frustrating at times because, you know, I I know what's on the other side. My favorite was, um, this one uh, woman I know, her name is uh, Addie Saucedo. She does the Do It podcast. It's all about intentional, um, uh, basically making yourself better. And she was just, for months, she was like, yeah, yeah, I'm going to get around to it, going to get around to it. And I asked her the, the one day, I said, what's what's holding it back? She's like, I just, I'm going to reveal some pretty personal stuff. And, you know, people could, uh, you know, they could say really nasty things. And I said, yeah, but you know what? They, you might actually inspire some people. And so she's got 67 reviews now that means people got off the couch you know got on their computer fired up itunes wrote a review every single one 67 reviews five star hasn't got a single negative word yet so it's one of those things that we're just all convinced that everybody's going to hate it and it's like no actually you take a little time and do a little planning people probably aren't going to hate it they're going to love it and tell their friends
0: well and to your point even earlier about you know just go ahead and press record i've been in front of a microphone for 10 years now and Even at the start of this conversation, I hit record, I started my intro and I fumbled right through it. Like without even even though I do this all the time, I I fumble through it even to this point. But the great thing is, I fumble through it, I laugh about it, we say, All right, take two, and we, you know, we jump right into it again. And great thing is I could just edit that out or, you know, maybe even save it for a blooper
1: reel one day. That's it. I actually on occasion I will include bloopers at the end of my show. And I've had so many people say, Thank you for including the bloopers, it proves you're human. And I'm like, well, the joy of editing, anybody can look perfect in editing. And so I put, you know, I've had so many people say, wow, that's, that's awesome. Because it's the same thing. You, you trip over your tongue or a lot of times I have, the way I record I have bullet points mm-hmm. and I have a good, pretty good idea of what I'm going to say. And I've, I've kind of mapped out the main points that I really want to hit. But inevitably, you know, in the middle of bullet point two, your brain goes, oh, this would work really good here. And so you take your little tangent and those are the ones where all of a sudden you're making things up on the spot and maybe you shouldn't or <laughs> <those> <laughs> or maybe, or maybe, maybe you discovered
0: gold room. that you never thought you would have. It wasn't in the notes and all of a sudden you're like, oh, that went to a really great place.
1: Yeah, absolutely. A lot of the stuff that I I now use, uh, I refer to myself as a personal podcast coach. That just came out of my head one day. I'm like, oh, it's kind of cool. Three p P's got it. Okay, we'll use that. And uh, flattening the learning curve is something I, I didn't make up that phrase, but I use it now and everybody's like, oh, that's really cool. So You just kind of make things up on the spot and you keep the stuff that's good and you lose the stuff that isn't. Since you work with so
0: many folks who are thinking about podcasting and, you know, sort of need that push or they're just getting into it and they they need some help. What are you finding are some of the the biggest mistakes or, you know, outside
1: of actually just pressing record, what are some of the biggest hurdles folks have to get over when they're
0: getting started?
1: Well, number one, you're going to hate your voice. That is a science thing. That's not a and every and I mean, everybody hates their voice. Yeah. Ten years into it, I hate it. Yeah. And it's, it's a physical thing. And I always tell people, plug your ears and say, Mary had a little lamb and you'll hear your voice, say, doo, 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 doo. All you're hearing is the bass part of your voice. And I go, now here's the fun part. When you listen to yourself through speakers, you're not listening. It sounds weird through your head. Your, your skull actually vibrates. If you put your fingers on your jaw and talk, you'll feel that your head is vibrating. Well, when you hear yourself through speakers, that part, that you normally hear. And I always say it's like unplugging the subwoofer of a stereo is gone. So people are like, Ooh, I sound so tinty and it's all, you know, I don't like it. And I'm like, yep, you're welcome to, you know, reality. Everybody hates (laughs) their show or their voice. And you just kind of got to get used to it and realize that yes, it is different, but different doesn't equal bad. And there are great people who, uh, when podcasting first came out, one of the big things that everybody loved is, is the fact that people didn't talk like this. You know, they actually talk normal and, you know, Hall of Famer Todd Cochran will be the first person to say he doesn't have a deep radio voice. Todd Cochran kind of talks like this. Welcome to Geek News Central. But the cool thing is, is when you hear that voice, you know, it's Todd Cochran. And so, yeah, get over your voice. And that's probably one of the biggest ones. And then would anybody listen to me? I hear that a lot. And um, I always use the example, the one night I was having dinner with my wife and uh, I said something about Pete Best and she goes, well, who's Pete Best? And I'm like, what? And I go, it's the original drummer of the Beatles. Well, I'm a musician. So growing up, I was the guy that read all the liner notes of all the albums. And I'm a bit of a, a musical geek. And um, I said, you seriously don't know who Pete Best is? And she goes, no. And I'm pretty sure half of America doesn't know who Pete Best is. She goes, you don't realize how much of this stuff that you know that you think everybody else does. And so I always tell people, you might be an expert on whatever it is your topic is. You just don't know that you're an expert because everybody you hang around with probably knows that same stuff. And when you get it out to, you know, the general public, they're like, wow, this guy really knows this stuff about whatever it is. So yeah, people will listen to you. And when they do, they will tell their friends and they will also download your entire back catalog about once a month. If on a, on a good year, probably every six weeks, definitely uh, somebody will email me and said, man, I just found your show. I love it gosh, you're so whatever, entertaining or funny or educational. something that I've hit with. And they go, and I just listened to 13 episodes over the weekend. They'll go and download your entire back catalog. And it's because we all don't like to be alone. That's why we listen to music in the car or wherever we're at. And so when you find somebody who is, you know, talking your language and talking about a subject you like, you're like, oh my gosh, I can't believe this. Uh, I found a podcast um, when podcasting first came out, it was all about teaching technology and I was like, oh, this guy's talking my my language. It was awesome. So when people do find your show, they're going to love it. They're going to download the whole thing and then they're going to go tell their friends.
0: Well, and I think also to that certain extent, too, you have to be sure that what you're putting out there is unique. And and I, I won't forget the quote that you made there. And it's something that I've sort of, you know, said, but definitely didn't deliver as eloquently was, you know, you can't out John Lee Dumas, John Lee Dumas, that you have to. You can't just go into podcasting, try and copy what everybody else is doing, and think you're going to be successful. You need to put out there what is your passion, what is unique to you, and what you think you know what what's different that you're going to bring to the masses.
1: Yeah, I I brought up uh, again being a musician. I brought up some examples of musicians who are quote you know original, and I, I brought up the example of Jimi Hendrix. And here's a guy who grew up listening to you know Buddy Holly and all the, the music of the 50s, but he also loved the blues. And he took that and mixed it with, you know, it's the 60s. So everybody's turning it up to 11 and you just distort it all to to high heaven. And you end up with Hendrix and even smashing, even lighting his guitar on fire. Well, he didn't come up with that idea. He watched the Who smash their stuff and just went, hmm, how can I put a twist on this? I know I'll light it on fire. And so, yeah, I I love John Lee Dumas. He's a, a little firecracker. He's a really nice guy. If you ever meet him, what you hear is what you get. And I think the guy's a, a genius the way he designed his show and being John Lee Dumas comes very natural to him. And so, uh, and the thing that that bothers me is I will, uh, have people, you know, I'll, I'll be interviewed by somebody and literally by like question three, I'm not making this up. They're doing his show word for word. And I'm like, well, hold on a second. You're, you do know you're doing John's show. And they kind of go, Who? And I'm like, Oh, come on now. <laughs> so, um, you know, and, that also holds people back because they think they have to come up with something that's never been heard before. And you really don't even, I mean, look at the iPod. When that came out, it was like this revolutionary thing. And it was because the music was digital, but really that wasn't that revolutionary because before that we had the, the CD Walkman, well, that was digital music that was portable. Now, granted the iPod took that and, and tweaked it. And you had these digital files now that you could, share and things like that. And before that, you had the Walkman and before that, and before that. So usually these, these phenomenal ideas that seem like they came out of nowhere are just taking something, an old idea and mixing it maybe with another old idea and tweaking it and coming up with something new that involves your passion and your delivery and your history and everything else about you. And now you do have something that's original.
0: We are speaking with Dave Jackson. He is the host and the creator of the school of podcasting. And obviously if you're a budding podcaster, not sure where to get started His podcast, his website, his consulting services are all great places to think about if you need that kind of help. When it comes to what about on the technical side? What do you find are, are, you know, one of the big problems that a lot of young podcasters, and by young, I don't mean age, I just mean, you know, new podcasters, what's what's the big hurdle they run into? Well,
1: there are, it's, there's no one size fits all. That's part of the problem because let's just take an interview show. You could do an interview show where maybe you're going to go out and interview people. In person. Okay. That's completely different than interviewing people over Skype. And there's, you know, so there's different tools for, for different scenarios. And so there are those people that have come up with like, here's everything you need. And that's true, but chances are you're going to get home and you're going to have so much equipment that you're not going to use. It's just this high powered system that granted covers everything when you could have, and so instead of spending $1,200, on equipment, and that's not an exaggeration. Nope. You could literally get by with, you know, 100, 200, maybe 300, depending on what you're doing. So that's something I, I see. And a lot of people really, really, and I mean really, get hung up on the tech. And that's great because you want to sound as good as you can. But once the microphone is purchased and you've got the pop filter and you've got the software, check that off the list. I see so many people that have really good microphones going, Maybe I should, you know, I spent $300 on a high PR-40. Maybe I should go with a sure, you know, SM7 or, or whatever. And it's like, it's really not going to make that much of a difference. I, uh, right now I'm talking into a microphone that's about $300 and sitting right next to it is an Audio-Technica 2100 that right now is on sale for $40. So there's a $260 difference in price. I'm here to tell you there is not a $260 difference in sound. The, the uh, Audio-Technica 2100 is a perfect mic. For starting out because it just has this really great sound. It's also, it's USB. And if you need to, it will work with a mixer. So if you need to have a, a co-host or something like that, and probably one of the bigger mistakes I see, and I'm not sure where it keeps getting forwarded. And these are great microphones. Don't, don't get me wrong. The Blue Yeti is a great microphone. The Blue Snowball is an okay microphone. Yeah. The bad news is <laughs> They are condenser microphones. And when I mean, they will pick up the TV in the next room. They'll pick up the cricket outside. They pick up everything. And it's a type of microphone called condenser. And these are great. And I bought one when I first started in podcasting because I wanted to use what the radio guys use. Well, that's great, except the radio guys are in a soundproof booth. Mm -hmm. And so it's, you know, that's why I like the Audio-Technica 2100. It's a great mic and it picks up much less room noise. And, uh, And it's, you know, it's 40 bucks versus... $300 $300 for the microphone, $200 for the stand, you know, things like that. So uh, that's something I see uh, that people, you know, I, yes, you want to sound good, but don't go crazy with that. You can, you can get by. I always tell people for the price of an Xbox, uh, you can start a podcast and sound phenomenal.
0: Well, and, and to your point on that, I actually was one of those folks when I first, you know, was building my podcast studio at home um i i thought i was going to be doing some broadcasting as well so i went out i got a 250 and fifty dollar mic and i got a 150 and fifty dollar mixer then i picked up a tube preamp then i got myself a mic switch so i could easily turn it on and off like a cough button and all that was working all well and good and you know as i told you before we jumped on i'm starting to move so my office is a little bit of disarray and i was lucky enough i i won one of the atr 2100s at mapcon and nice. so i was like you know while i'm i'm cleaning up and whatnot let, let me just play with this microphone and see what happens and it's a $60 microphone I plugged it into the computer and honestly I'm thinking about scrapping the $400 setup because (laughs) it's easier it's reliable and frankly I haven't some days this actually sounds better than the whole setup that I've got going Um, so yeah I mean really it to get started until you're really getting a big return on your investment where you can go from you know a $60 setup to the $1,500 setup I don't see the point. I, I'm extremely happy with this sixty dollar microphone.
1: Yeah, because in the end, it it really comes down to content. And like we said, the difference between the the ATR twenty one hundred and a you know four hundred dollar microphone, it isn't like somebody's going to go. Well, I like his show, but uh, you know the upper end is a little dry. Or you know, right. it's, it's like nobody's doing that.
0: We're all listening on earbuds. You know, we're exactly. not listening on
1: <laughs> well, on I'll, Bose. I'll give, I'll give you a classic example. I had a uh, I did an interview. Uh, with Amy Schmidt tower. She's a a kind of a YouTube um, genius Mm -hmm. and something had happened in my, my studio. And I had this weird noise in the background and I did my best to cut it out, but it was still kind of there. And so I, at the very end of the show, uh, I said, Hey, just so you guys know, uh, my apologies on the audio today had this weird little noise. I said, I'm sure if I shut up now, you'll hear it. And I did. And when I listened to that on the way to work in a car, I had no idea what I was talking about. You couldn't hear the noise. (laughs) So here we are in a quiet room with headphones that we're smashing into our skull so we can hear every nuance. And when you're walking the dog, mowing the lawn, driving in the car, you're on the treadmill, nobody hears this stuff. And when I first started out in podcasting, I obsessed over my fan and my computer. I was just, I was completely just, I figured everybody in their car was like, oh, I wish he'd turn off that fan. And so I would obsess over it, and finally I got a listener that say, "Dave, I can't hear what you're talking about, and I really wish you'd move on." <laughs> so, <laughs> so it's really not that bad. I always say, listen to where your audience listens. So go listen to the car, listen on the treadmill, and chances are the stuff you're obsessing over uh, is not a big deal.
0: Awesome. All right. So today is International Podcasting Day. So in in the spirit of the day and the event, you know what's what's the other big advice you'd like to share with everyone who's who's just thinking
1: about a podcast? It sounds cliche, but, you know, jump in the water, just do it. Um, I was listening to the Tim Ferriss show Mm -hmm. and he was talking about overcoming failure. And he said, look at it as an experiment. And that way, if things aren't working, I just need to tweak something. Maybe I should make a shorter show. Maybe I should make it longer. Maybe should get a co-host. There's all sorts of different ingredients that you can use to create your podcast. And so if something isn't working... It's not a failure. It's just hmm, maybe I should tweak it and try this. Uh, a friend of mine that uh, is a co-host for my a show I do live on Saturday called Ask the Podcast Coach. He's going to do a three-minute podcast. It's going to be three one-minute segments, and half the reason he's doing it is just to see if it goes over. And mm-hmm. if it doesn't, he's like, "All right, I can check that off the list." People don't like short shows when you're talking technology. You know mm-hmm. what? What? What's going to happen? Nobody's going to. There's a, a running gag on my my show. Uh, I was interviewing a a guest one time, his name is Ryan K. Parker. And we were talking about, you know, what happens if you decide to quit podcasting? And he said, nobody's going to punch you in the face. And so (laughs) it's kind of a running gag that, you know, if you start a show, I've had a couple that I've tried that were just horrible. They just didn't work. Uh, I did a show on customer service and it just amounted to me basically complaining. I went to Longhorn and the waitress was awful. And it was just, you know, and I, I did about four episodes of that. I'm like, you know what? This really isn't me. And it's not that entertaining. And I was just like, all right, well, I can check that off the list. No more customer service show. You know, it's not the end of the world if it, if it doesn't work. But on the other hand, what if it does? Half of my friends right now I've met through podcasting. Uh, and I've, you know, I'm going to be on the, the news this week talking about International Podcast Day based on a listener of mine who joined the Cleveland Podcasters Meetup who happens to work at the local news station. So you can have uh, – and always remember, there's your, There's a thing. Always turn off your phone <laughs> when you're uh, – um, It's that's my note uh, for if this was during the week, it would let me know that it's all lunch is almost over. Well, and, and
0: even worse is if – don't think because you put it on vibrate that you're okay because you put a phone on vibrate on your desk.
1: It's <laughs> yeah. going to be even louder than if you had the rigged the – yeah. you know. exactly. So you'll never know who you meet. And uh, I have found that you usually attract like-minded people. So for me – I'm very passionate about podcasting, and uh, but on the other hand, I, I'm, I'm very serious about podcasting, but I don't take myself very seriously. So I'm, I'm kind of sarcastic, and I like to have fun, and I like to laugh, and I've consequently found that people that like my show are a lot like me. We're all kind of sarcastic. We like to have fun and have a good time, and so you'll basically attract your community, and the people that don't like me, guess what? They don't listen and I don't have to deal with them. So that's fine by me.
0: That's fair. Now, I mean, this is a a tougher question maybe to answer, but something that I think is also important is, when do you know something isn't working and it's time to move on? You know, there's there's this wonderful, maybe not wonderful, there's this stat out there that says, you know, 50% of podcasts don't go past eight episodes, and you know, another 80% don't go past 20. But so, you know, when do you know it's time to stop, shift gears, you know, come up with
1: something different. Is there a, is there good advice for that? Yeah. Number one, define why am I starting a podcast? Because if you can't define the why, you're never going to make it through the how you just won't. So it's that it's kind of overused, but we talk about that passion because when you first start talking about it, you're going to be talking to nobody and eventually be talking to, uh, you know, uh, tens of people and then 50 people, and then 100. And so when you're first starting, you're kind of talking to yourself. And, you know, you hear about John Lee Dumas and and his success, and so many people get lost on the amount of money he's making. So that would be a big mistake. If you're getting into podcasting solely for the, the case of making money, I would tell you right now, save your money. And it's not that there's no money to be made. I actually wrote a book called More Podcast Money. You can make money with a podcast. It's just hard to make it quickly. And that's why by episode seven, people are like, what do you mean? I'm not making any money yet. it's like, well, yeah, it takes a while to build up that loyalty and that trust and, and people to like you and people see you as a a consistent source of of value so that you can then harness that relationship that you've built. That's actually what you're selling is your relationship. You're like, Hey, now that you trust me, let me tell you about this. And so if you don't know why, um, and and what in your intentions, uh, we were talking, um, Jeff Bradbury, who was at MapCon, you know, Uh, he said, yeah, yeah, teachercast.net. And he said, uh, his goal was to help teachers use technology in the classroom. And so if, if Jeff does a podcast and he helps five people, he's successful, right? What is the goal of the podcast? So that to me, you know, when I hear people start a podcast and, and especially if their podcast then, you know, help somebody else, that just blows me away because I planted the seed, they watered it, they, you know, fertilized it and now it's growing and it's kind of an offshoot of me. I don't take credit for their work, but it is kind of cool that I was able to nudge them in the right direction. So you need to kind of know why. And then the other thing is when it's just not fun. I do a show right now that's kind of on the chopping block. It's called Weekly Web Tools where I talk about WordPress plugins and it's kind of a Tips and tools for the DIY webmaster. I've been doing it for three years, and I'm kind of running out of tools. And so <laughs> I've, um, you know, I've, I'm looking for another resource to provide me with things to talk about. But it's getting harder and harder to do that show. And it's just one of those things that I thought, you know, what if if this really becomes hard and it's not fun, I'll just put out an episode and say, hey guys, it's been you know uh, three or four years now. Thanks so much for listening. If you want to tune into me, here's other shows I do or whatever you want to do and um, go there. So when it's not fun and here's another one, again, you can always say, hey, I'm going to take a month off, you know, so don't unsubscribe. I'll be back. I've got some things I got to take care of. I'm going to reexamine the show and I'll be back in a month. And then at the end of the month, you might have found something that completely, you know, just uh, get you all excited and you can't wait to get back and talk about it. And if at the end of the month you're like, you know what, I, I really don't want to do this anymore. Um, just come back and say, hey, uh, thanks so much for listening. Um, I'm going to go ahead and, uh, you know, this is my last episode, yada, 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 and you're done. And again, nobody's going to punch you in the face. So when it's not fun, uh, that's when it's
0: time to get out. That's great advice. We've been speaking with Dave Jackson and and Dave here on the Pod Up Podcast. The, I always have a couple of standard questions I do ask everybody. And uh, especially with it being international podcasting day. One of the big questions I, I like to ask everybody and, and you've probably have an amazing perspective on this is what are some of the things that you want to see different in the podcasting, you know, ecosphere that would make your life better, whether that's technology platforms, distribution, you know, just something that you know would make it easier for you and your students and the people that you help, you know, podcast more efficiently.
1: That is a great question. Uh, it'd be nice to, and there are companies working on this. I mean, right now we're using Skype and Skype is behaving today. Thank you, Microsoft. Yes. <laughs> uh, but it'd be nice if there was a um, a way maybe to do interviews, maybe just a smidge easier. And I know there are services like Ringer, which is an app for your phone. Um, mm. There was PodClear. They just got purchased by Blab and they're being shut down, but I'm sure there'll be others on the horizon that are coming. Uh, that would be good. The technology's come a long way already in terms of just consuming podcasts. So, I don't know how to to put gas on the fire. We all want a bigger audience. So, you know, I hear where you know podcasts are getting more and more into the car. So that's good. And really the whole point of International Podcast Day is to have people ask their friends, hey, have you listened to a podcast? And then, you know, have them bust out their iPhone and say, Well, what's your favorite topic? And then do a search for them. I did this last Thursday. I was talking to a group and had them all find a, a show and they were like, Wow, I didn't realize this was here. So I wish there was a way to do that like on the news or something that where everybody's like, Hey, it's international podcasting day. Let me show you how to subscribe to a podcast just to really get that needle to move. I wish Google would get in the game. Um, I'm hearing lots of rumors that they are getting back in the game. They used to have Google listen. And of course, in the uh, true tradition of Google, they killed something without really any, (laughs) any reason and any notice. And then they just killed it. Uh, And I hear that they are getting back in the game. So that will be really, really cool. So those are some things I'd like to see happen.
0: Well, I think to your point, like I'd love to one day open up like an entertainment weekly and they're talking about shows to watch, movies to see, the books to read. You know, I'd love to see the podcast to listen to or to to subscribe to, you know, sort of make it more of a a mainstream staple of our media consumption.
1: Yep. And it's it's. It's getting there, you know. When Saturday Night Live did a parody of Serial, I was like, "Ooh, that's, that's a pretty cool." <laughs> it, was, it was a great and, parody. <laughs> yeah, and I watched. Um, I think Orange the new is the new black. There was a, a thing where uh, there's a scene where uh, there's kind of a writer there in in. Yeah, Jason uh, the, Biggs is a, a pod, yeah, yeah writer. <laughs> and she's like, I'm so tired of hearing people talk about how hard it is to podcasts, and so to me that made me giggle because they're using the word, assuming that everybody knows what they're talking about. So. It's good to see it. It keeps growing, and it has been growing for for 10 years. We just all want it to grow a lot faster. Right. Now, uh, also to your point, so
0: when obviously you consume a lot of podcasts because you're coaching folks and helping folks, and you produce a lot of podcasts, not just School of Podcasting, but uh, you mentioned the weekly web tools. You've got, uh, if I'm looking at the site correctly, Logical Loss, More Podcast Money, Feeding My Faith, and Grow Your Church So, and Marketing Musician. But are there any podcasts that just... You can't wait for that new episode to drop each week, and that's like you gotta listen that day, and it's not gonna wait another hour.
1: Yeah, I'm I'm busting out my phone here so I can cheat. The okay. one that I <laughs> that I really like, his name is Barry Katz. He has been the manager of, you know, um, Dave Chappelle, of Dane Cook. Um, he's Jay Moore. He's uh, a, he, he started Last Comic Standing, and he does a show called Industry Standard. And it's all about the entertainment business and podcasting, like it or not, we're in the entertaining business. And so it's interesting to see what people are doing, how, uh, what steps people have taken to get that big break. And it's all about networking nine times out of 10. And so it's called industry standard with Barry Katz. That's one that, um, I really, really like. And then the other one we'll we'll throw in a bonus one is the no agenda show. And this is by the guy that helped invent podcasting. It's Adam Curry and John C. Dvorak. And what it is, I don't know about you, but I hate the news because I, every time I hear the word Kardashian, I throw up in my mouth just a little bit. <laughs> and um, these guys are talking about what Congress is doing and what other countries are doing. And there's a whole bunch of stuff that really the news should be covering. And they're not. And what's really interesting about it is they call it no agenda show. Cause there's no sponsors it's all donated and they have people donating thousands of dollars an episode because they're giving information that you can't get anywhere else. It's information you should be getting on the news, but it's information that, uh, you can't get anyplace else. And they do their best to cover it, not from a Republican or Democrat standpoint. It's just like, Hey, here's the facts and here's what's happening. And here's what person did that. And, uh, I find that it's, it's really interesting because the, uh, the show's about an hour and a half. I mean, it's, it's a long Ooh, show, but yeah. it goes by quick because you're like, really? I can't believe they did that. So that's another one that when it comes out, I listen to.
0: And so for International Podcasting Day, like you said, it's a good time to grab someone and say, have you listened to a podcast? No. Try X. And so what would be that good like introductory to podcast podcast you might suggest to someone to get them excited about listening to more digital audio? Like a
1: podcast about
0: podcasting? Not even a podcast. Just like the one thing that you say to someone, they've never listened to a podcast before. They're not even sure what it is. So you grab their phone from them. It's like, look, here's what a podcast is. They're right here in your app. And you know what? Listen to this. You're really going to enjoy it. And it's going to make you want to listen to other podcasts. Is there one that you think is a good introduction into the listening realm? Not so much the production realm, but just the, you know, these are yeah. out
1: there. Um, Serial, not serial. Um, uh, Radio Lab. is one. It's from NPR. So it's kind of, it sounds like the radio, but um, they always have phenomenal stories about uh, things that you probably knew about, but you didn't know the back end story or just every time I hear it, I'm like, really? And it's usually, and, and this is how you grow your podcast because I just told you about Radiolab. Why? Because they give me stuff to talk about that I'm going to my friends and family going, did you know the history of football that it was blah, 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 blah. And so, you know, when you're starting your podcast, try to think of, okay, what am I going to talk about today that's going to make my audience go tell their friends? And, uh, that's one that the, another one that when it comes down the pike, I'm like, Oh, wait a minute. What was this? And it's really well produced. You don't have to make a podcast that sounds like radio lab. Cause they, they, I mean, they have a staff of like 19 people working on it and they're but in radio
0: studios and yeah. you know, it's all professional grade. Yeah.
1: Yeah, so that's that's one that's uh, pretty cool to listen to.
0: Right, well, another cool one that you should definitely be listening to, especially if you are thinking about creating your own podcast, is The School of Podcasting from Dave Jackson. More information is available at schoolofpodcasting.com. It, Dave is a great resource. Everything you're going to want and everything you're going to need to know and want to know about producing, promoting, and distributing your podcast. He also appears on several other shows. Uh, we listed a few of them earlier, but... Go to the school of podcasting.com, Check out all the resources that he makes available to budding and professional podcasters now. Uh, you know, check out his morning uh, morning announcements for the podcasting uh, and follow him on Twitter. Learn to podcast because you're going to find he's sharing resources and other great you know podcast information and advice there too. So this is this is you know when you do Google the word podcasting, Dave Jackson tends to show up in some of your top results. So he really is a professional, a pro. And just a guy who is excited and enthusiastic to see this world grow, which you know, we we absolutely love. So, Dave, it was an absolute pleasure meeting you at MapCon. I was really excited that you were there. I hope I get to see you at more events in the future and just really appreciate your time here on Pot
1: Up Podcast today. Oh, thank you so much. Anytime you want to talk podcasting, just just twist my arm. I'll I'll talk for days. Done.
0: <laughs> All right, Dave. Thank you again. Wow. Great job. Look, what Dave said is is really the truth. If you want to do a podcast, if you have a good idea, if you have a passion, if you have something you want to share, just do it. Start today. Make those mistakes now. So in two months from now, you've already got two words of mistakes and experience under your belt. The longer you wait, the longer it's going to take for you to get to a place where you sound as good or as professional as a Dave Jackson. So it, look, even if it just means picking up your your smartphone right now and hitting the recording app and just talking into it, just start talking. Just start getting comfortable with the idea of recording. Start thinking about your structure and format. Just put something down. You don't have to you don't have to publish it. You don't have to do you could just delete it after the but just start doing it now. Start making your mistakes, start working your way through it. And then once you start doing it, if you need more help, there's always a place you can turn to and that is Dave Jackson. He is a coach, consultant, host of the School of Podcasting podcast. You want to check him out at schoolofpodcasting.com and of course follow him on Twitter at learn to podcast. So it is International Podcast Day once again, so make sure you jump on in. The water is lovely. Do a hashtag podcast day. Tell us why you love podcasts or why you're starting to listen to them and what your favorite show is there's a lot of folks in the community who are getting involved and you're going to want to as well Uh, also make sure you you do reach out to the folks at international podcast day they are at intl podcast day as always a quick reminder since it's podcast day might as well plug a few podcasts including the daily show that i'm a part of that's the hillary barsky show if you've been listening this week you might notice i'm not on there I haven't been fired. I'm just working this week in Advertising Week, so the ladies are going on without me and doing a killer job, so make sure you're checking them out. And as always, thank you for tuning into this episode of the Pot Up Podcast. Please follow me on Twitter at Pod Up Podcast. Subscribe on iTunes and Stitcher and SoundCloud. Go to poduppodcast.com. And if you are thinking about getting into podcasting or you recently got into podcasting or you've created some type of service technology or just sort of advice that you think would be beneficial to the podcasting community i'd love to have you here on the show contact me through my twitter account or go to my production website mPassyproductions.com, and once again have a very happy merry joyous international podcast day thank you as always for listening and pot up everybody.